0: are listening to three kitchens a member of the alberta podcast network locally grown community supported join your host aaron walker heather dyer and sarah soma Sundaram. what's cooking ladies
1: Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Brienne. And together we make Emily Missed Out, a podcast where Emily and I dig into the long list of films that Emily hasn't seen. It's a very long list. Totally long list. And help her catch up on all of the pop-culturally relevant lines, characters,
0: scenes, and tropes that she may have missed out on. We're also a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. You can find us online at albertapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Join us for my pop culture education. Yeah! let's go.
1: So I'm gonna say hello and welcome to this week's special Diwali episode that we are doing here at Three Kitchens Mm -hmm. and then this is the last time you're gonna hear my voice other than questions because I know nothing. (laughs) I think it's fair just to say here's the situation
2: we don't really know two of us don't really know exactly what we're cooking and that's okay because that's where we're learning
0: about it as we go yeah Yeah. it's a good motivation to cook and
2: not just learning about the food but learning about Diwali because this is kind of a new thing at least for me
0: let's introduce anti Pushpa. Yes, okay. please do. Yes. We all, all three of us call her Auntie Pushpa. That I find that so cute. But uh <laughs> Auntie Pushpa is someone Well that- what else
2: are we gonna call her? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call her. So yes. I mean we're not gonna start calling her Pushpa. <laughs> That's just wrong. Yeah, exactly.
0: And you guys haven't met her, but you guys should. You'd love her. Uh, she is like everyone's mom. <laughs> I don't know how to. Ex- <laughs> She's not old enough to be my mom, but uh, she is uh, just an amazing cook in the Sri Lankan community. She's quite well known to be like sort of master of all trades in the Sri Lankan culture. She knows how to mm. like tie saris. She knows how to. Uh, cook amazing food, not just cook, but it's good food. Mm -hmm. And she's got two daughters who are trying to convince her to do a recipe book Mm. to pass down to them because she is very talented and she makes it look so easy and she's so cool as a cucumber when it comes to these things. I'm usually the <laughs> frantic one in the kitchen going, ah, what are you doing? I don't understand. But <laughs> it'll make you understand by the end of the, the cooking session. And she's come to my house and taught me how to cook these foods. Is she actually your auntie? She's not actually my auntie. Okay, I
2: wasn't actually sure if she was yeah. or not. Okay. Oh,
0: no, no we, we tend to call anyone older than us auntie or uncle without question.
2: (laughs) Yes, but that's why I asked because I I knew that it was possible
0: that it was not a true anti. Yeah, I ended up at work being in a plotting room trying to get a map plotted out and I end up in the room with two people and both were Singaporean. And I found that hilarious because the three Singaporeans in this room and there were at that time only 3.5 million Singaporeans in this world. And the three of us are like in this room in Calgary in, in the workplace. And that's how I met her. And I come to find out that she's also Sri Lankan, like my dad, like she lived there.
2: Okay, but did you start calling her
0: auntie in the workplace? Because that would be a no, little... No, not at first. Odd. And then when we got close, um, then I did.
1: Yeah. It's like calling your friend's mom by their first name. Yeah. Like, I, I still feel kind of weird about that. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I was thinking
2: of that too, because when we were kids, we would never have called. No. I mean, I didn't call my, my friend's parents auntie. That was uh-uh. for like Mm-mm. my mom's good friends. But it was
1: Mrs. and Mr.
2: But Mr. yes, but, Mrs. Yeah, yeah,
1: Mrs. and Mr. for sure.
0: That's funny. I, I actually find it weird when my nieces and nephews or my cousin's kids um call me auntie. I'm like, ah, I'm an auntie now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, both sides, but definitely on my husband's side, we have nieces and nephews who are almost the same age as me. So for them to call me auntie, I'm like, stop it. Just <laughs> <laughs>
0: please don't do that.
2: <laughs> and usually it becomes a joke when they yeah. do it, right? It's yeah. like a silly joke because it's so ridiculous.
0: Anyway, Auntie Pushpa has culture that's kind of going away to have someone who works and then comes back and then cooks everything from scratch. But my parents' generation, it started going away. So it's very rare to see someone like Auntie Pushpa still kind of keeping these traditions alive because mm-hmm. a lot of these foods you can go to the Indian stores or to superstore and buy it frozen.
1: Or you can buy it pre-made.
0: Pre-made. And, mm-hmm. and there are some, because there is some special kind of cooking apparatuses that you need to make these things that she yeah. has still, and she has still kept mm. uh, these traditions going, which is quite Fascinated, it's quite amazing right and then she's a mother and she's a wife and she's a career woman so well I feel completely
1: inadequate now that you <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you ignorant
1: thanks. and inadequate hey, I just I'm just getting ground right down into the ground you might as well just you know hey all three of us all three of us
2: <laughs> thanks Andy you're making us look good <laughs>
0: no, just kidding she shared a few tips and tricks with us uh, she came over yesterday and helped me with two recipes mm. and then um heather's gonna try something and aaron i'm okay i gotta say i'm especially excited about what aaron's <laughs> gonna do because this is not it's not that it's not hard it's just got a lot of as i said nuances to this cooking so but I'm going to be there. So don't be nervous. And everybody starts somewhere. Everybody. Exactly. And
2: if it's a thing that you're, you're going by taste and feel and kind of finding what you like out of it, you're not going to get it exactly the way you like it the first time you make it, but you have to start sometime. So maybe like the, so expect not to like it too much this first time. (laughs) ladies. (laughs) No, you might hit it. You might hit it like perfect. The first try.
0: You could. Yeah, I believe in beginner's uh, luck. I really believe you in You never know.
2: Luck. Yeah. <laughs> just contradicted myself, but you're just turning
1: circles over here. Manage your <laughs> expectations. That's all. I'm always telling my kids that, like, just manage your expectations of yourself. In my true fashion. Instead of taking on something that's like, oh, this is a good starter. I've just jumped right off into the deep end. Which is fantastic.
0: (laughs) Which is kind of what I tend to do. (laughs) But you know what, Erin? The first time I made Sri Lankan food, I jumped right in into the chicken curry. Which is a lot like what you're going to be making and um, I do believe in beginner's luck and maybe it's not luck because I think you're so very strict about your instruction and you take it so very seriously second time you're like oh whatever I know what I'm doing <laughs> you kind of fuck up right?
1: That is true because when you get better at a recipe, sometimes it like goes down in yeah. quality mm. because you start being lazy and you're like, you know what? I yeah. really just have to open up this yeah. cookbook again and read this and find right. out why this tastes like crap.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and why the family's like, this isn't as good as like the, the
2: last time
3: he made it. Exactly.
2: I was trying to cut corners. I was in a rush. I just, I thought I had it down.
3: Yeah. And then I didn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so today... Sarah will be holding the spoon of discipline. You'll be like keeping me in line. (laughs) No, not good enough.
2: (laughs) Well, I, for one, have zero expectations of what you're making because I've never eaten it. And so I will probably love whatever you make.
0: See, I'm excited because I have always wanted to share Indian cooking with on this podcast and I've always been nervous about it and I'm like so inspired that we're going to be doing this and I think it's much easier than I thought it was going to be so if we can do it listeners you can do it (laughs) we'll take lots
3: of pictures
0: to do it take take the risk (laughs) cook some Indian food you guys are going to get like authentic and I'm talking about authentic recipes so this is awesome
1: let's start with um with what uh uh Sarah's doing because she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> she's
2: well, let's face it, she's gonna talk about all our recipes exactly, because yeah. she's the one who's ever cooked any of this stuff, not <laughs> us. So
0: Okay, I'll tell you what I made with um Auntie Pushpa yesterday. It's a coconut chutney okay. that you eat we tend to eat with dosa. And I have been wanting to learn how to make coconut chutney for the longest time. But like any Indian food, I, I get very intimidated by Indian food. That This is not, for, for you listeners, don't be discouraged by that. That's just me. Um, and then Auntie Pushpa came over and showed me how to do it. And I went, that's it? That's all we have to do? It was oh. so simple. And then I made a something called milk toffee with Auntie <sighs> Pushpa. And this was her recipe. And this was, you guys are going to understand making milk toffee because it's just basically like making caramels. Mm-hmm. But it's got a slightly different texture because you add a little butter to it to soften it.
2: Oh. It reminds me of fudge that we used yeah, to make like when fudge. we were
0: kids. Yes. That's it. That's it's exactly, exactly the same yeah. thing to me. That's totally yeah. it. And except uh, not
2: fudgy. It's like, like you said with the texture, it's not like yeah. a soft fudge. It's a crumbly sort of. yeah. yeah. So I don't know, even know if you call it fudge, but we used to call it that. When we were kids, we used to make mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, I remember
1: that was homemade as a kid. And homemade then I remember fudge. yeah. And then I remember going out and like trying some. At, you know, you go to like the ice cream yeah, yeah. place that makes right. fudge and ice cream. Yeah, yeah, And I was always like, what is this gooey crap? I'm looking Ooh. for is that like chewy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I like it how yeah. like you kind of can suck on it after you bite a piece off. Like it melts in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. So good so good yep. yeah it, yeah yeah it <laughs> pure good. sugar yeah
0: pure sugar guys no, uh, it's, real tasty uh, yeah but you know what it's devaluing time so yeah yeah <laughs> let's just say we have this once a year you're going to want to make this more than once a year. Trust me, once you do it, once you taste it, it's so good. Then uh, Auntie Pushpa was so sweet. She Yesterday, she made me some homemade dosa mix, and she made extra so that you guys could taste some. And I'll share the recipe then at, when we come back. Okay. Good. Yep, I'm done. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Tell me. Tell me. Well, should we talk about the dosa since you
2: just mentioned? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't really know what to say. So I'm going... <laughs> i'm going to make those i've eaten dosa but not never made it and i didn't exactly know what went into it what's involved with it so what i have learned i think is you have a mix i'm gonna go super simple here you have basically a mixture of rice and lentil it's kind of ground into a paste Uh you're letting it sit for it to ferment i don't exactly know how that works (laughs) might need my scientist friend to tell me aaron (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: and then you're making like, it's essentially kind of like a pancake. It's like a sour pancake, sour right? Pancake. That's why it's fermenting. That's the sourness right. that you taste. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So today what we're going to do is we've got the from scratch. Do you call it batter? Yes. We have that from Auntie Pushpa that she made. And then we have, um, we have a ready to go dosa yep. kit from the Indian supermarket. So you can go and buy it. And make it without having to mix it and wait for the fermentation and all that stuff. And then we're going to compare the two and see what we think. And if the mix is a hit, all of you listeners can easily go
0: to the store and buy it and make your own. Well, let's talk about the store. It's in a very convenient place for us. That's right. on the street. (laughs) So it's called the Desi Hypermarket. Heather, you couldn't make it out to the market because you had a meeting, but Erin and I went and we met uh, the store owner, Nisa. Yes. She was really helpful. I just
1: followed Sarah around as Sarah asked why all these keep questions. you that? I don't know. And I just had my little that. my little rolling basket with me. Did you put
2: anything in
0: it or were you just...
1: All I did was like take things from Sarah and put them in the basket oh. and then follow her <laughs> around the store. <laughs> you're like her caddy. <laughs>
0: She's exaggerating. She knew some things assistant. that I didn't. <laughs> we found rubber bands, and we found.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I get I get this text, and it says, "Heather, do you need rubber bands?" And I was like, "What?" And then a couple seconds later, this photo comes through, and it looks look like, like brightly colored condoms out of yeah. the package, like they're miniature in a package. Miniature condoms. Oh, see, I couldn't tell what size they were. They just <laughs> they looked was... like
1: condoms yes. that were like out like. Not See, this is what I brought package. to our shopping trip. I was looking around and I was like, ooh, what's this?
2: <laughs> I love the texts. I love when I get things like
1: that when you guys are out. I, I felt a little yes. more like I was <laughs> there in spirit because I wasn't <laughs> able to go. You could have had two personal shoppers, Sarah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm like lost with just like you guys. I just happen to know. But you things. approach
1: people and ask them things where oh, I'm yeah. more like, I'm just gonna wander around and <laughs> <laughs> I think it took us a good like 45 minutes to yeah, get everything. We were,
0: we were there for a while and it's a really interesting store. Like there's a lot to see and there's a lot of ingredients that both of us were like, what would you be using this for?
1: We had a lot of fun just looking at things and I was like, ooh, I wanna I wanna like find a recipe specifically so that
0: I can come back and buy this or use this or yeah that or yeah. Very cool. So when we walked in, the, we saw the a dosa mix, but it was in a powder form, right, Erin? Yeah. But then we talked to Nisa. Yep. She recommended the one that was already fermented in the fridge. Yeah. So basically, like, what Auntie Pushpa brought back to mm-hmm. me yesterday is what is in this packet.
1: Yeah, it's totally, it's a liquid in a bag. It kind of looks yeah. like bagged milk.
0: If, yeah. if I was to describe
1: it like something it looks okay. like bagged milk.
0: And so I was looking at nice. the ingredients um, heather mm. and the difference between that bag is that one is completely gluten-free mm. mm-hmm. and anti pushpa's batter had semolina. So what goes into dosa is urad dal soaked and then ground parboiled rice which soaked and and ground, fenugreek, a teaspoon of it soaked and ground, and a cup of cooked rice. And some some people put semolina just for texture. So what
2: is the fenugreek? flavor.
0: What does you'll it taste? T- you taste? when you taste dosa you'll taste it, but you're going to smell it when you come over and then you'll kind of you'll kind of okay. get the idea. Okay. It'll be a surprise. Yeah. So we're going to try both, right? We're going to tr- and see what yeah. and compare. And yeah, I'm
1: I'm looking forward to having different flavor or two different types so that I can com- you know get an idea of like the spectrum of flavors that you can get with dosa. So yeah, I yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever had dosa before. So
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think I got love- nothing. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm a blank slate tell us what you're cooking because this is like the star of the
2: show
0: i think yeah
1: or <laughs> or the biggest disappointment of the day <laughs> oh stop
0: it a disappointment
1: so i'm gonna try and make a goat curry i've gone out for indian a handful of times the three of us have we went yeah. to a buffet one time and That's stuffed right. ourselves where? And Falcon Ridge, oh Falcon yeah, Ridge.
2: we were like right. the only people
0: yeah. in the restaurant. Oh, it's I such a it was... beautiful restaurant too, yes. right? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember
2: what it was called,
0: but it yeah, was but that, it's closed, so closed now. It's gone it's, now. It's changed. Oh. It's changed. Uh, huh. Yeah,
1: there's that little Indian um, store up on 40th. There, what's that called? It's like called Puspa, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah it is. Yeah. 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 They're good. They've got they're great... really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And so a few times now, I've had this goat curry. And I don't know, I, I'm a big fan of like lamb and different meats and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea of cooking with different ingredients and not always just having like chicken or cow. right? <laughs> chicken or meat. My Argentine friends would say. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Francis is my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I love, I love the idea of cooking with different meats and having, you know, more variety in your diet. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about trying to make this goat curry. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you what it tasted like because it's been so long since I had it last because we've had two years of not eating out.
0: It tastes amazing. <laughs> but
1: I just, <laughs> I always really like it. And it's usually so spicy that like my it eyes are watering and my yeah. nose is running, but I oh. can't stop myself. Oh, I love it. So I'm just going to jump off into the deep oh. end of the pool. Woo-hoo. And um, I actually have never eaten
2: goat in any well, I, not that I know of, although I did go to India and there were a few times I wasn't exactly sure what I was eating and I may have had goat and I just don't
0: you actually did. know. You did.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm, perhaps I did because, um, I ate a lot of delicious stuff there and I didn't always know what it was and I did not care.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so Sarah is right? going to be leading me through. Um, I have this very long text on my phone that she, <laughs> I don't know if she like painstakingly typed this all out. If you did, I did. I, Oh, my God, your thumb, Sarah. Anyway, <laughs> I'll give you a hand massage when we get. <laughs> so We're all we're going to go to Sarah's house, the three of us, and we are going to cook this up together because I think there is no way in hell that Sarah could be the Indian food hotline for both Heather and I today. <laughs> we need her in the kitchen with us. <laughs> We're going to make this goat curry. It has got a ton of delicious ingredients that sound great that I have never tasted before, or I don't know exactly what taste they add to the profile of the
0: flavors. It, once you so, smell those spices, you will kind of get it and taste
1: away, right? Yeah, I'm. it's mm. going to be a, a fun day of, of cooking and expanding our palates. And celebrating. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know what these recipes are once we know mm-hmm. more, because honestly... If I was talking to you about this right now, I would... I think you'd be just reading a text. Exactly.
2: <laughs> That's okay. I had no idea what I was talking about with the dosa either. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah.
1: You're funny. so at I, least I, I saw I... your dosa already. I've seen the package. Yeah. <laughs> you're, well, you're ahead of me.
0: <laughs> I do think that once we cook it, it'll be easier to explain it, especially with one particular picture. And that is the first part of making the goat curry, which is okay. when you fry up the onions. Okay. the green chili and the and the curry leaves and cinnamon yes it's the color of the onions this is a very south indian
1: ah, yes, or were sri saying. lankan
0: part of curry making okay. is that you are know, like people are like are you sure that's not burnt <laughs> ah. <laughs> right and it's like and it's it's hard to explain without a picture or you being there in person and that Excellent. really is the only hard part of this to explain over the podcast Um, everything else will be easy. Excellent.
2: And just the sound of all those flavors that you just mentioned with the onion, like, oh man, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. And it's going to
1: smell so good. I can already imagine. Can I add the next part of this text that I'll read to you? Because after you, because it's just I just can't. Yeah, I keep going back to this and reading it. So after you fried up this onion, chili, cinnamon, and curry leaves, you're going to add fenugreek, which clearly we have no idea what that's going to do, fennel, cardamom, and garlic and ginger. So I just, I cannot. And cloves. Oh, Oh, cloves. (laughs) (laughs) That is two cloves of garlic. I'm sorry. See, I can't even read the text.
0: I'll help you. We'll, we'll
1: read it like... together. See, we're going to be doing
2: this while Sarah goes out to walk her puppy. <laughs>
0: no, I'm I'm not going to leave you until oh, oh okay until the the beginning is started and then until the walk.
2: onions are the right color. We'll just
1: leave yeah. a little card that says I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll just leave it on her counter
0: and leave. <laughs> Please don't burn my house down. Turn off <laughs> the gas. <stove>. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's going to be so yummy. It's
0: going to be fun. It's going it to be really fun. It sounds so good.
1: So oh, good. It sounds like I need to pack my bags. Watch out, Sarah. We're up. invading your house.
2: All right. Here we come. Coming with my with my taste spoons ready. Yes. I'm going to be tasting I'm going to have this. like a
1: duffel bag of stuff. So get ready. <laughs> I'm moving in. <laughs>
0: With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to CJSR Presents High Level Hip Hop.
1: It's a deep dive into Edmonton's hip hop scene and the artists helping shape it. The show takes a unique approach to introducing listeners to the OGs and young bloods of Edmonton's hip hop scene. The show is aimed at those who love local music but might not have had a chance to fall in love with the city's surprisingly diverse hip-hop scene
2: each episode features an interview with a local artist plus a fresh track they recorded at cjsr check out episodes with arlo maverick please be nice and more throughout the season high level hip-hop is produced by cjsr edmonton's campus and community radio station download it wherever you find podcasts and at highlevelhiphop.transistor.fm
1: let's do this diwali diwali okay Am I saying it right at all?
0: With a W or a V? W with a Diwali. Deepavali is with a V. Oh. One's South Indian, one's North Indian. So that's why you hear Diwali, because that's North Indian. I never even heard of the word Diwali before I came here. Just Deepavali? Yeah. We cooked. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we cooked a lot.
1: And we ate a lot
0: and we ate a lot and it was delicious. But before we get into that, we wanted to talk a little bit more about Diwali and uh, the story behind Diwali. Yes. And the traditions behind Diwali. I ended up talking to Auntie Pushpa and asking her if she could tell us a little bit more about how her family celebrated. Diwali and and also uh, what the legend was behind Diwali because there there are pretty cool stories behind it depending on the region that you come from the story is different but Uh we went with the one that we grew up with in Singapore
2: okay let's hear that conversation
0: so Auntie Pushpa how did we meet
3: how did we meet we met at work Met at at work. elderly.
0: Yeah. And then what happened was I (laughs) had my daughter Mm -hmm. and you brought chicken curry to me. Mm -hmm. And I remember eating it and going, oh my goodness, best chicken curry I've ever tasted. And then I was scared to ask you to make it for me again. So I said, because I felt bad because I would have wanted it every week. (laughs) So then you came over and taught me how to make it. That's right. Yeah. And then when I went to the Sri Lankan store to get the ingredients, I mentioned your name to Is it the yeah the store owner, and he's like, "Oh yes, we all know her for her good cooking." See, so
3: <laughs> I learned cooking the hard way from my mom. Yeah.
0: So all these recipes are your mom's, basically.
3: Yeah, I learned most of it, mm-hmm. and then some later on, you know, talking to friends and. Mm-hmm to make it better to improve. improving right, and modifying and yeah, stuff yeah i know
0: So Auntie Pushpa just came over, listeners, to help us out with a Deepavali, what we call Diwali celebration. We call Deepavali in the southern part of India and Sri Lanka and Singapore. We say Deepavali. Malaysia, we say Deepavali. We don't say Diwali. We made two amazing recipes just now, uh, some milk toffee, and we made a coconut chutney called Pol Sambal.
3: Yeah, the actual pole sambal is a dry sambal. This is more like a chutney and you can have both, Mm -hmm. but this is chutney. When I was growing up, I loved this chutney. The chutney. I didn't like the dry chutney with like dosa. Right,
0: and then this stuff is going to be eaten with dosa and goat curry tomorrow that the other two ladies are going to be making. So you got to wish us luck.
3: (laughs) That's good.
0: But so we want to talk about Deepavali, Diwali. Mm-hmm. So we, Auntie Pushpa and I were reading up about it and realized that there are so many different variations of the myth or the, the legend behind Diwali or Deepavali. Let's call it Deepavali for Deepavali. now. Yeah,
3: it's Deepavali. Especially like um, North India, mm-hmm. the South and Sri Lanka, I pro- probably yeah, would Sri have Lanka, a slightly different...
0: Malaysia, yeah, Malaysia,
3: Singapore.
0: And so Auntie Pushpa is Sri Lanka, like her family is from Sri Lanka, and I think you lived in Sri Lanka for yes. a bit, but you also and, lived in Singapore. And Malaysia. And Malaysia. So hmm. this is the story we know of, right, growing up? Yeah. And that was, there was this really, really mean demon. Yes. You're going to have to tell me his name.
3: It was Narahasura.
0: Narahasura. Narahasura. Okay. Narahasura. And he was really mean, and he was conquering the world. And a child named Krishna, who is the incarnation of Lord Vishnu, I think well, many people who have read Hindu mythology would be familiar with that god, mm-hmm. uh, defeats him. Mm-hmm. And so it represents light over evil Definitely. and light over darkness, mm-hmm. and that's why it has come to be celebrated as the festival of lights. You you light up a lot of. Candles you know, and lanterns, lamps, yeah, yeah, oil yeah. lamps, right? Kind of the thing, oil, yeah. lamps. oil lamps, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah so how did you celebrate uh, Deepavali because you were saying your mm. mom used to you, she was really busy it was like a 5 day yeah. celebration right a
3: couple of weeks before Deepavali is like a full cleaning up mm-hmm. tidying up so the house has the to, the to be clean. clean it's like a clean slate yes Yeah. go to the material store buy material and she'll be very busy sewing outfits for us for a whole week because
0: why what's the tradition new uh,
3: outfit and, and our outfit. dress like those days because we were very young that yeah. time right my mm-hmm. eldest sister will have the powder right, right, right. Powder, and I had it maybe a dress mm-hmm. so the first thing is the outfits and then it goes to making all the sweet most of it is all sweet stuff right makes it and then of course on the day of the Divavali, we she sends it to all the neighbors yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know share it with them yeah. and also on top of that also a, a good feast, like a good meal, for that day. Right. Some people were non-veg and some people were vegetarians.
0: And you guys were? And the
3: I think, we were non-veg.
0: Yeah. So you know,
3: it was it was like a fun. Night. It was a holiday too. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm.
0: Public holiday. Public holiday in Singapore. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then and the other thing is also go visiting.
0: That's right. Yeah. So that's what we used to do. We used to go visit all the our Hindu friends, friends. who celebrated it.
3: And on top of that, in Singapore, in Malaysia, where we lived, we didn't have a Hindu temple, but in Singapore, we also used to go to the
0: temple. Temple. Was there a particular tradition you would have in the temple when you went? Out? Um,
3: the next day after Diwali, there was something called Suranpur. I'm not very sure if we went that day or the next day, mm-hmm. but there was some special festival the day after the Dibhavali, after the, all the celebration the mm-hmm. next day. They call it Suranpur, and I think... They dem- demonstrate the the whole story. You were just oh, talking about okay. the demon and right. all that. I think they do that. Is
0: it with shadow puppets or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Something the shadow like that. puppets. Yes. That's right. I remember yeah. that. Okay, because so, my best friend growing up was Hindu, so sometimes I would go with them yes. to the temple. Yeah, and
3: see these. Oh so, uh, yeah, it was like, it was a fun time, but now it's all commercialized. Coming here, it's it's a different story,
0: you know. Right, because the, as we found out, uh, if towards the north of India, and and maybe depending on what region in India, we Mm -hmm. have different reasons for celebrating Deepavali.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, correct. So different gods associated with it, different... There was Kali in one. Correct, and and then
3: there's the the Jainism Jainism, Jainism must Jainism, have their own traditions. And then the South, North Indians, yeah. and then the Sikhs, they yeah. all, everybody has their own beliefs, right? Yeah. Like it's different, yeah. it's not the same. So
0: then it all comes down to food.
3: Yes. In the end, we just feast. Feast, yeah, for yeah. lots of food, you know. More than our Hindu New Year, Diwali is a more special occasion.
0: Right, because it's community. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wish us luck, Auntie Pushpa.
3: Oh, tomorrow. yeah. yeah. Any fine. tips? Well, <laughs> um, yeah, so thank while, you. while thank
0: most you. people celebrate Deepavali once a year, Auntie Pushpa and I celebrate it every month when we cook together. <laughs>
2: thank That's you. Awesome. Um, I really liked having that explanation because I didn't know anything about Diwali mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. or Deepavali,
0: however, we're <laughs> Deepavali. Deepavali?
2: Deepavali. Yeah. See, I don't even know how to say it. I'm sorry to anyone listening who's offended by my
0: <laughs> no one will bad be
2: pronunciation again. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, interesting. So there, it changes a little bit depending on the, the backstory, but in essence, it is a celebration of light over darkness, right? And good, so, good over
0: evil. Yeah, yeah, good over evil.
2: And I mean, really, any excuse to have a party and a reason to... Spring clean your house, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not more
0: cleaning pressure. <laughs> no, no. but the conclusion was let's just eat. Yeah, in yes. the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I just also wanted to say a big thank you to Auntie Pushpa again. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes, the food turned out amazing. The tips she gave us, just actually being there <laughs> and holding my hand <laughs> through two new recipes was. As always, awesome. Mm. Well, then we should
1: turn around and say, thank you, Sarah, for letting us come into your home and (laughs) holding our hands (laughs) while Heather and I tried to do some cooking.
0: (laughs) That's true. This all started with Auntie Pushpa because if not for her, I would never have known anything about cooking like this, food like this.
1: Mm. Yeah, so... I love gaining a little bit of knowledge passed down.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And I like that she had told about learning it from watching her mom. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's how lots of us learn to cook. That's right. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Right. And then she put her own twists on it going forward, which is also what we do. It's so
1: special when things can be passed down word of mouth like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can Google anything and you can get anything on the internet that you really need. But when it's something that's passed down through family and friends like that, it just, it feels more special. It's, I don't know, closer to my heart. Mm -hmm. Sappy, sap, (laughs) sap, (laughs) sap.
0: You're in good company. (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna go over the stuff that we made and we're gonna share some recipes but then just to remind all the listeners that just in case this seems a little bit like ah where do i get all these things all you have to do is the one-stop shop now and that's the um desi indian hypermarket desi indian hypermarket the address is three four zero zero 14th street northwest So it's pretty centralized and just go over and ask for the ingredients or you can call and order. You can pick it up or they'll deliver it to your home as well. Oh my God, I've eaten so much in the last, I can't even get on my... (laughs) I've had a good
1: time. No you were going to say I can't even get on my pants, but yeah. I wasn't
2: quite sure that where too. you were
1: going. I know.
2: That's too. what I thought. I was just going to let her run with that and <laughs> make fun of her after.
1: Just like any good friends would. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. I, I, on her birthday. On her birthday, it nonetheless. Is, it is her birthday. So yeah. Best day
0: ever.
2: Well, why don't we start with um, that chutney? Because I Honestly, can't remember what's in it. I just know that I loved it. (laughs) I loved it.
0: The the main ingredient, of course, is a frozen grated coconut that goes into it. And there's a picture that we're going to post on social media of what that packet looks like along with all the ingredients that actually go into this chutney auntie Pushpa said you know sarah you only make a quarter or a third cup a third of this packet usually and i'm like no i want to make the whole thing i mean i've got stuff to share and i'll I'll just freeze the rest and i ended up doing it and she's like all right just make sure you put the rest in the freezer and i ate the whole thing with a spoon there is none left there's none in my freezer it's all gone And I gave a whole bunch to you guys. You gave us each a couple of little jars and
2: I've eaten one jar already. And I was like, I told my husband, put that other one in the bottom of the freezer and hide it because I will just eat it. I want to discover that later.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's so tasty. We had medium-sized onion, a handful of curry leaves, a knob of ginger, a marble size, I would say a big marble size of tamarind. Right. And what it is, is it's um, a seed from a pod, from a tree, and it's very... um, it tastes like lime without the citrus and it's a pulp and you take the pulp and you soak it and then you take out all the seeds and you use that water to then flavor oh, your I food. See. And then you get cool. two tablespoons of fried gram, which is like a dried, puffy... How would you describe it, Erin? You know this. It's kind of like a it looked somewhat between a chickpea and a lentil. <laughs> I think it is a lentil. It is a, a dried lentil that you can just pop like you can just eat like a chip. It's like puffy okay. though.
1: It's kind of like, oh, it's like the rice crispy of lentils.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. It that was yummy. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah.
1: The whole it's a big bag and it looks like it's gonna be, you know, a bag of lentils is kind of heavy, but then you pick it up and it's like nothing. Yeah because it's all airy and light.
0: That's it. Let's go with Puff's lentil. But it's really yummy on its own. I might, may have eaten half a bag of that too. I've told you I've eaten a lot in the last few days. We need to get our winter layers on. It's yes. Like that. it's all that's good. it. All good. And the winter <sighs> jackets to hide the winter layers. Exactly. So I'm good for a few months. Hey, if we
1: don't bulk up now, what will we have to work on in the future? We that's have to right. have goals to set. Goals.
0: <laughs> We're making future goals for ourselves.
1: Uh, wait, that's last the goals. Way. <laughs>
0: So, and then you've got, uh, what do you call it, Uh, crushed chilies and chili powder. These are to taste. And you take all these ingredients. If you look at the picture, you will understand what the quantities are. But this is all about to your taste. So it's about a third of the bag of that coconut for that amount of ingredients that's in the picture. Throw it into a blender and blend it up. Taste it. Put some salt in. Put some extra chili powder in. Put some extra curry leaves in. It's up to you and then just keep doing that till it tastes good you just end up uh, dicing an onion uh, some extra curry leaves a dried red chili that's optional and something called mustard seeds but these mustard seeds are black and what you want to do is you want to fry up the curry leaves and the onions and then sort of push them to the side of the pan have quite a bit of oil in there And then you want to put a handful of mustard seeds into the pan Mm -hmm. and wait for them to start popping and when they start popping that means they're splitting and they're releasing that flavor into the oil and then you take that oil and all those ingredients and you sort of put it over the chutney that you just blended so that's the only part that's cooked
2: pretty easy right well you always make things sound really easy, and then I, and then I, what I think about it later, I'm like I don't really think that's that easy. <laughs>
1: but I think with the recipes posted up, it's going to be easy to follow. It's yeah. just hearing about it is always like,
2: uh. What's a bit daunting about it is when you say, you know, it's just to taste. It's like uh... just to taste, yeah.
0: Because you don't know what it tastes like. Is that what you mean? Okay. And it goes against
2: what we've learned about using a recipe and being quite precise about measuring things. And Mm -hmm. having that guide with measurements is always reassuring because you Uh feel like the end result should be what's intended. Right. Um, You don't have to do this feeling it out kind of thing. Not that I wouldn't Try that. I just find it a bit intimidating.
0: Intimidating is um totally
2: <laughs> is the word for Indian cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Am I intimidating Indian, but, cooking.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> you know what? This was extremely easy, but why don't I just write down the recipe for everyone?
2: Write down exactly as close as you can to what you made for us
1: because it's delicious. Okay. So with our delicious chutney, coconut chutney. The coconut chutney, we then started playing with the dosa. It was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it looks, you're right. It looks kind of like a bag of yogurt, runny yogurt or something. Yeah. And then we had the from scratch that Auntie mm-hmm. Pushpa made for us to try. Mm-hmm. And one was definitely, how did we describe it? It was more fermented smelling, like
0: cheese, cheese. smelling. One smelled Cheesy like almost. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the one from the store. Yeah. It was had a sharper sort of.
2: Yeah. Sharper is the best way to
0: say it, I think. And anti pushpas smelled more like that sourdough. I think anti's smelled
2: to me a bit more like a yeast sort of or bread Mm -hmm. like to me you could tell there was the the wheat in it it. yeah what did she add semolina yeah Yeah. you could tell it had that element Mm -hmm. to it I thought but they I mean they're very similar to work with it was kind of tricky I felt doing it the first time to get it thin
0: and spread Mm. to do the swirls yeah
2: because almost as you put it in and then you turn your ladle so you use the bottom of the ladle to kind of swirl it around in your pan Mm -hmm. it starts to stick almost like immediately yeah So it's really tough to then spread and swirl. Like I Mm. find it kind of fascinating that (laughs) some
0: people can just like whoosh and make this beautiful round kind of crepe. With the swirls, right? Yeah. 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 So maybe our pan was too hot. I don't know. Kind of just a
2: brush of oil in the pan. Then the batter. And then let it kind of sizzle away until it's brown-ish on the one side. And then flip it. And then use butter to crisp it up a bit more mm-hmm. toward the end it is a lot like making a pancake it is anybody mm-hmm. could make I seriously anybody could make this and if you like yeah. them and you want or you want to try them go get that mix from the store because yeah. it yeah. was convenient as it was anything yeah and just test it out and it's a big bag so if you screw up a couple it doesn't matter keep going totally. yeah. You know, you can make lots of them
0: and you just have to make this chutney which I said was simple <laughs> mm-hmm Heather's giving me, like, I don't know about that. It is simple. It is a simple recipe. So I'll write it out. Just make the chutney and then go buy the bag. Yep. And there's, like, a really fantastic, you know, a lot of people eat this for brunch Mm. instead Mm. of, like, a dinner, right? I thought
1: it was really interesting that the two dosas that we made where it was very obvious, the different starch in them, the one that we got from the store that was pre made pre fermented, ready to go, and it didn't have any gluten in it. It was a very white batter. And it like right. it was a lot crispier, and it had a different texture to it. Right. Whereas the stuff we got from anti Pushpa, like it was more pancakey like, Yeah. Yeah. Softer. It was Mm -hmm. softer. It didn't have the crispiness, but I liked the flavor in the one with the semolina more than I liked the one that was just rice.
2: It was a bit more familiar to us, I think. Yeah. And it, maybe that was it. Yeah. It was a bit more like bread, mm-hmm. which we kind of talked about that we like to have mm-hmm. like to dip in with our chutney and our curry yeah. and whatever. Yeah. But I mean, if you
0: didn't have the two to compare, the one from the store. Oh, yeah. Really good. So that was really good. I, I really enjoyed those. Uh, I did
2: too. And they were really popular with my kids. Oh, like, can you good. make more? I yeah. like, oh, I don't have any more, but. I'd make them again because they really yeah. like them and it's something a little different than... Do you yeah. think you'd try it from scratch? Yeah, I
0: think. Yeah, I think I could. Mm-hmm. If you look up some dosa recipes and how to do it from scratch, it's not, again, <laughs> I'm going to say this and I always laugh. I'm, so, I'm like the worst person for... You're the biggest hypocrite um, over there in the corner, Sarah.
1: <laughs> you're like, <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> Indian's so hard, but this recipe is really easy.
0: <laughs> it, it's easy when, when someone holds your hand, you're like, oh crap it is easy I just was intimidated for some reason and then I got stuck in this fear of not trying it.
2: Well we found that with other recipes too like there have certainly been things that I've made where I was like terrified to even begin the process because it looks complicated or so foreign to me Mm -hmm. but then if you just if you have your ingredients sometimes I think with like with Indian cooking it's getting the right ingredients first Mm -hmm. and then once you have them in front of you it's just following the directions exactly
1: it almost is like the directions don't make sense until you're in the middle of doing it Yeah, yeah, You know, sometimes I read a recipe four or five times and I'm like, I really don't know what this means. But then Mm -hmm. when I'm in the middle of the recipe and I come across step three that I was like, it all makes sense by that point.
0: All right. So we have the chutney, we have the dosa and now we (laughs) need (laughs) meat because we always need meat.
2: I was kind of sitting back watching this process in Sarah's kitchen (laughs) and I was like, there is no way that I would ever remember... As you are having trouble remembering now what all these things are, because it's like she's got handfuls of this and a sprinkle of that, and oh, and throw some of this in, and however many you want of that.
1: And it was That's sort what of wrote like, it down. Yeah, now it's because... all written down, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah told me to start out by putting a generous amount of oil in the pot. She said, "What do you think that is?" So I put some in, and she said, Mm-mm. So "Yeah." So I added some more, more and she went, Mm-mm. So then I added a bit more. So it was enough oil to cover the bottom of your pan and then some (laughs) would be that would be the description other than just add a generous amount of oil.
0: If you eat curry every day or do this a lot I wouldn't do that but since this was something Mm -hmm. that was you know once Eh, in a while. Just go for it be happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Life's short. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) And it's getting
1: shorter. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sarah's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) What? are you talking about? (laughs) We've got so many good things to ham you on Um, today, Sarah. So many
0: years to go. So many.
1: All right. So we sliced up an onion, green chili. We broke up a cinnamon stick and a handful of curry leaves. All those things went into the oil and we let them fry. Mm -hmm. And Sarah was like, now the onions are the most important part Mm -hmm. to keep an eye on. And so I would say the onions, they looked like Deep fried, yeah. they crispy. were brown and crispy, yeah. kind of like you know you can buy those tins of like deep yes. fried onions. Yeah, I would say that's what we did to the onions in the yeah. oil. And then after that, we added this fenugreek seed, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really good. I liked the smell on it. I mm-hmm. thought it mm. smelled like a sweet cumin. Mm. Ooh.
2: you have better senses. When you ask me what does it smell like, I'm like it smells like Indian food. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's
2: like
0: that's yeah. as broad as it. <laughs> is for me let's say half a teaspoon of fenugreek
1: so then into that those nice crispy onions and everything you've got going on there you add the fenugreek the fennel cardamom two cloves only two Sarah was really specific about that Yes and then I have ginger and garlic mashed up into the mortar and pestle and just kind of scooped that in there and fried it around okay so we had all that in the pot we stirred it around and then we added a tomato that we chopped up and then we added in our goat yes did I, did I do that right yes Sarah has this big honkin curry powder bags and
2: not just one
1: no I said yeah. bags. yeah <laughs> and Heather and I are like I would never buy a bag of curry powder that big because i will never go through it and then we learned how much curry powder you put in oh yeah
2: like
0: um, half a bag <laughs> like half a bag. no not half a bag stop it. Are okay, you at sure? least a quarter no, of a bag no, no. It looked
2: like it she had the bag just ripped open she just and was dumping it was dumping yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so open your giant bag of curry powder and just dump a bunch in and turmeric and a bunch of turmeric too
2: but well, first she had a big spoon and she was just sort of like throwing some spoonfuls in there. And then yeah. it got to
1: the point later where she just tipped the bag. It was like yeah. dumping it in. I think we need more. <laughs> Once you got your curry powder in there and your yogurt, about a third of a cup of yogurt, it says. Um, and then we added enough water to kind of cover everything and then salt. So as we got it boiling, let it cook down for a bit and then kept tasting it to see if the... Uh, curry powder level we thought was good like the flavor level was good the spice level and the salt Mm -hmm. and I kept doing that adding more salt and going "Uh, I don't know guys I think it needs more salt (laughs) and Heather was right in my ring there yes more salt (laughs) yeah
2: I'm with you on that and and at one point Sarah did also add some of the hotter curry powder in there
0: if your curry is not spicy as you want it to be you don't have to add a different curry powder you can always add chili powder into it Okay. okay the option there. Okay. Was it hard? No.
1: See? It just kind of needed that somebody telling me what to do. Yeah.
2: It was again having all those ingredients that maybe you wouldn't typically use. And yeah. so it would be more about the hypermarket. Yeah. Getting all the right stuff so you have it in front of you.
1: But I feel like even if I would have read a recipe that said add a cup and a half of curry powder, I'd be like, yeah, right. I'm yeah. not adding a cup, in it, but then because Sarah has made curries before and is like, yep, dumpity-dump.
0: <laughs> yeah. I trust it's a her. <laughs> <laughs> For those people who, like, don't want to add anything else to their pantry... The other option is to always go get a masala spice. They're already mixed for you. And then you can just throw that in. It's usually powdered. So you don't want to, you know, leave it in the heat for too long because you don't want it to burn. And then easy peasy, right? Then you don't have to have separate fennel and fenugreek and everything sort of done for you.
1: I was surprised by how fast it cooked up. I kind of thought this was going to be like an all day slow simmer
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it was like an hour and we were done. It went a lot quicker than I thought. For some reason, I have this impression that, oh my God, we're cooking Indian. I better get up at 4am so that we have (laughs) dinner ready in
0: time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I assume that it takes a lot of time, but yeah, no, it was really quick and easy to do. And often
2: when you stew meat, it does improve it to let it simmer a lot. Like that's why we put a stew on or a bourguignon or whatever mm-hmm. like all afternoon. <laughs> that's why yeah. when Sarah made Julia Child's stew, it was like yeah. five, hours five hours later yeah. because it improves over time. But this is different.
0: You can use this for chicken curry. The only thing that you wouldn't put in is the yogurt. Everything else would be the same. And then you finished it with a squeeze of yes. Lemon. And we roasted up some fennel. We ground
1: it up in the mortar and pestle and then we just put it in a pan and roasted it and it really deepened the richness of that flavor and that just the smell of it was yeah reviews feelings thoughts families let's let's see what everyone has to say
0: it was a little different from the one I usually make because we used a different curry powder which was sort of a different flavor profile from the Sri Lankan one that I use but I thought it was delicious. Mhm. What did you think? I really liked the flavor in it. Yeah.
2: No, oh, it was delicious. I love the the flavor of it. Now we all know, I don't need to belabor the point that I'm not a big fan of having meat with bones in my plate. Yeah. I find it
1: messy and it's just not my favorite. It was messy to eat. I will totally. Yeah. I was like, how do I eat this? You have to pick up the little bones basically. Yeah. And then
2: your hands are messy. And yeah. um, But that's not to take away from the flavor because it was fantastic. So the, the meat was not my favorite, but I loved the sauce. And with mm-hmm. the dosa, I just, I could eat that all day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah
0: so good you do when you say the meat was not your favorite was because it was on the bone
2: yeah you know what (laughs) if if I were to attempt to make this I would ask probably ask for the meat cut without the bone if you can get it that way and just there you go and I know it takes away a bit from the flavor not having the bone in there but Mm -hmm would make up for it because I would actually eat the meat in that case. Right. I right. think
1: I would probably do that too because I found the bones quite frustrating to work with mm-hmm. and then I served it to my husband. He came home after a very long day of work and I think mm-hmm. he got home around 8 or 8:30 mm-hmm. and I heated up dinner for him and um he didn't really like it at all.
0: He didn't like no. the flavor?
1: I don't know. He was like this is too spicy and I hate these bones. Oh, okay. he was not feeling it so right. I, I think he was just really hungry and right. the amount of work and labor it took to extract <laughs> the meat from the yes. bones was yeah. really not his favorite
2: I think that's what happened to me too at Sarah's because I yeah. was a little late getting to eat and I was yes. just so
1: hungry I just wanted to eat the thing and I was like forget the bone forget it just gonna yeah. eat the sauce <laughs> I'm just gonna keep eating what I can yeah yeah, yeah. I'd say you and Dan had a very similar experience, (laughs) except I really love the flavor of it. Like I actually did really enjoy it. Did you think it was too spicy? No. I I liked the spice level. I wouldn't want to go above it.
0: Okay. And so that's something you have full control over in in Indian cooking. So you don't have to make it spicy, right?
2: Yeah. And my family loved it. Like even my kids, they were like, yeah, I'll try it. Because they tasted the sauce first. And they were like, oh, this is really good. I'll try the goat. And so we put it on their plate. And Mm -hmm. I can't remember which one of them asked for seconds. Is there any more goat? And I was like, what? (laughs) I never thought I'd hear that in my kitchen. (laughs) Is there any more goat? for dinner. Never have I served goat before. So
1: that was completely new.
0: If Mm -hmm. you don't like to make goat, this sounds like something really bizarre. Make it with lamb. Chicken works too. But
1: I liked the goat. I thought it tasted delicious.
0: And I love the bones. And (laughs) I, I love picking them up on and you know, I can handle them. So the perfect thing about Indian cuisines. I do not like, I don't have a big sweet tooth. Not to say that I don't like sweet things. I will eat them, but I don't have a huge sweet tooth. But I don't think that there is a better time to eat sweet things than after eating an extremely spicy meal. Hmm. Because it somehow, I don't know, balances whatever that's going on in your mouth. That's why I think sometimes um, Indian sweets can be really sweet, right? But I think they're meant to go after a nice spicy meal and that's how it became so sweet.
2: I really enjoyed it right after eating the curry. Yeah. I thought the toffee was like, and I've been eating it like day and night since uh, you gave
0: me so, so much. So you haven't finished yours? Not quite, but finished almost. Mine. Ah!
2: Almost. And like I've been eating it day and night. I like it with coffee because it kind of melts
1: in your mouth. Like it's just so yummy. But I did really also like it after the spicy. I was really enjoying those. That toffee is so good, but I, like you said, it's super sweet. I can't
0: eat a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm done mine. Oh, wow. Okay. This one, okay. This one is actually really simple. (laughs) Don't even,
1: don't even lead with that anymore. All right. right, right, right,
0: Here's the rest. Here's how you do it. (laughs) It's called milk toffee, but it feels more like a fudge. Yeah. So you get two cans of condensed milk, got three cups of sugar, Mm -hmm. put it in a pan. You mix it with one cup of hot water in, and what Auntie Pushpa said is, oh, pour it back into the condensed milk tins that have been emptied and get all Mm. the last bits of, so you don't waste Uh anything. You stir it, you bring it to a boil, and then it'll start to rise because it's got milk in it. And then you start simmering it to the point where it is boiling, but it's not rising. Does that make sense?
2: Not really. But I think when again, when you're doing in motion, it-, it made it would make
0: sense. And then at that point, you add a teaspoon of vanilla and you add however many you want. Um, I added a handful of cashews that roasted cashews that I chopped up. But I wish I kind of added more now. I would have liked more mm. cashews in there. Mm. Um, so add however more, however much you want. Continuously stir until it reduces to about a third. And you can see that the color kind of changes to a darker brown, but not too dark. Let's see, what, what would be the color of that fudge? What, what I would thought you it was sort it of the
2: color of brown sugar.
0: Brown sugar, there you go. Okay, and then you put about a tablespoon of butter. At this point and mix it in and what the butter does is it doesn't allow it to when it cools down eventually it doesn't harden as much it sort of keeps it soft Mm -hmm. okay and then so once it's reduced to about a third you then pour it into a pan and you let it sit for a minute in the pan and when it's sort of setting you kind of take a butter knife and you sort of make markings on it the way you're going to cut it eventually. Oh, I see. So you're kind of scoring Uh, it. Scoring it. Right. Exactly. And then you let it set and cool completely. And when you do, um, you just basically break it into the little bricks that you will Mm. see in the picture.
2: Yum. And that's Mm -hmm. it. See,
0: that was simple.
2: Yes, that is quite simple,
1: I would say. Yeah, that was so fun. Mm -hmm. I feel I would try more Indian cooking after doing this
0: oh good yeah yeah for sure I would
1: I would definitely try more and feel more comfortable you know experimenting with some of this stuff even though it's so happy to hear that I think it's something I could take on now that I've had some guiding
2: it was more about like it's not like we haven't all had curry it's just Mm -hmm. more about how you make it from scratch that Mm -hmm. was really fun to learn Mm
0: -hmm.
3: because
2: it's fun to learn how to do it right from scratch, and maybe try that next time.
0: Yeah, and Erin, mm. should we mention that Desi Indian hypermarket on the weekends has a food truck outside their store? Oh yeah, they that do. You can order food if you don't feel like cooking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all oh. these foods. Um, totally have to go right. check it out. Have you guys yeah.
2: eaten from it yet?
0: Happy Diwali, guys! All right, guys, um, enjoy, enjoy feasting. Whether you want to cook. Or go uh, buy ready-made food. Uh.
2: Yes, enjoy the festival. Go light some lights, get some firecrackers if
0: you can. Yeah, Get some food.
1: Make some sparklers. And go and enjoy and eat your face off.
2: And right. have a drink in honor of Sarah's birthday. She yes. Was. Right,
1: appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Sarah.
2: And now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. We honor the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us. That goat was amazing. Can I have some more?